Back in the time of the Vikings, the Yule Log was burned as a pagan tradition celebrating the winter solstice. Since then, the tradition has evolved, but not been left behind. So here on the Average Climber podcast, we figured we could do a little Yule tiding celebration of our own. It's out with the old and in with the new as we discuss what we wish climbers would let go of and what we wish climbers would give life to in the coming year. Give this a listen as part of your winter solstice celebration and think about what you want to let go of as we round the corner into 2024. So grab a seat around the fire. You're listening to the Average Climber Podcast. Caitlin, I just learned something about the 12 days of Christmas that I was not expecting. <laughs> okay. Let, let me hear it. I can take guesses, but I'm not gonna, I, I, I would love for okay. you to reveal. So like, you know how you just, I feel like you just grow up and you like hear the Christmas songs and you kind of just like go through the motions and you're like, yeah, that 12 days of Christmas song, like that's weird. Why are we giving people so many birds? You know, but you just kind of like, you just like let it happen. And you're like, that's what old timey people did. They were just like bird freaks. And also obsessed. you can't give people <laughs> lords a leaping and are they frogs? I don't know, but no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. They were having fun. They wrote a wild song, but I was like, okay, well, I feel like people bring up the 12 days of Christmas like a lot. Um, and so very recently I was like, I have to Google, I need answers. What is with this whole like 12 days around Christmas. So here is what I've come up with. Actually, no, I'd love to hear your guesses. Why are there 12 days? Like, what is this 12 days of Christmas thing? Why? Mm, I feel like it, uh, I know that there were celebrations like leading up to Christmas, but like, that's, I don't actually know why. Yeah. Okay. Well, so this is what is surprising me, right? Because you're you're like people are doing it like the twelve days leading up to Christmas, but then we also have advent calendars that are like the mm. all the days of December leading up to Christmas, and I'm like, so what are we doing? But apparently, the twelve days of Christmas is the period in Christian theology that marks the span between the birth of Christ and the coming of the Magi, the three wise men, <laughs> and it begins oh. on Christmas and runs through January. Sixth, the Epiphany, which is also sometimes called Three Kings Day. Okay, so we're doing it wrong, backwards. <laughs> right, right. Fascinating. Yeah. So there you go. But then everyone's like, "That's lame. We can't Let's paganize have a- it. Move it backwards." Like they're just like, "This doesn't feel." I don't know. So, anyways, that's where that's it comes so from. So interesting. I wonder yeah. how and why that changed. Well, yeah. Because everyone was like, the anticipation's more fun. And if we have a holiday after Christmas, that's just too many holidays. We can't have Christmas, you know what? New Year's, and right. then Three Kings Day. That's like too much shit. But you know what's weird? Because I've literally, now that you're saying this and I'm thinking about the song, I'm like on the third day of Christmas, fourth day of Christmas. Why have I never thought, why are we celebrating Christmas for 12 days? Like it's one, yeah. one day. And it's like I've such not- a one-uppy thing because it's like Hanukkah. We're like, we need more days than Hanukkah. Yeah, no. Maybe that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, there you go, audience. Now you know 
12 Days of Christmas. And if you need to fill an awkward silence at your family's Christmas party, you can be like, did you know? And then they'll did be like, know? did you know that the 12 days actually start after Christmas? And everyone will be like, yeah, cool yeah, story, yeah. And Aunt Jen. Um, or maybe <laughs> someone will be like, yeah, but don't also use that as an invitation for someone to like be pedantic about the Bible. Okay. All right. Next. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay. So, hello. You're listening to the Average Climber podcast, but obviously it's the holiday season. Um, so we're doing a fun little episode today. Um, but Lauren before we did tell like you, a little like a little, I did a little classic, jig with my shoulders. I don't know, like WB frog, like ba-da, ba-da. Like you anyway. can see my jazz square underneath my I, computer. I, I just could. did a jazz hand. You can't see that either. Um, okay, <laughs> but hello. You're listening to the Average Climber Podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm a certified personal trainer and climbing coach. I'm here with my good friend, Caitlin. Caitlin, why don't you introduce yourself? I am Caitlin. I am a certified nutrition specialist and the founder of Caitlin Holmes Nutrition. We've got a very merry holiday episode for you. Merry indeed. Um, But you know what isn't merry is that we've run out of reviews to read on this podcast come on. No testimonial. <laughs> come on what the fuck um so sorry i know you all are busy you're like i have to wrap presents i gotta like get my menorah shined up i don't know what you're doing um but you know you're getting ready <laughs> you're doing the thing getting um, ready also maybe this episode's coming out after hanukkah and i'm a jackass okay well i should educate myself anyways um so but we are going to do a fun so make sure as a reminder if you submit a review on the of the podcast on apple podcast and you write out a little written review it doesn't have to be long a couple sentences is amazing we will and if we read it out loud on the podcast you can send us an email the link is in our show notes and then we will mail you some podcast stickers they are very cute you will love them um so isn't that nice and it helps us out a ton if you leave reviews so please if you have a moment you know be in that holiday spirit of giving and go give like 20 seconds of your time to writing us a nice little review on apple podcasts um also on spotify we super appreciate it if you just like tap the number of stars as well so please do that it all helps um <laughs> it all helps a lot um also as a reminder caitlin and i have our own respective businesses too that you can support by purchasing our different programs and books and all the things um so links to that stuff is always in our show notes as well um okay but Let's get into the episode. Caitlin, do you want to tell people what the theme of today's episode is? Yes, I cannot wait. I actually... (laughs) so so cute and witchy and fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, this time of year, of course, holidays, holiday festive season. And I feel like there's a holiday that we kind of, or even like a word we just bypass and that is Yule tidings, Yule. And I think it's, it's a really great time to not only talk about what this actually is, but we want to help you listener let go of shit from 2023. And we want you to feel like you can give life to other things going into the new year. This is not a goal, you know, goal assessment or intentions for the new year. Intentions will come later. This is just kind of talking through and thinking through really where you've been and where you want to go. So we're going to have a fun witchy time. (laughs) I Love that. Also, I just learned about this, but Aubrey Plaza, apparently, this is a different random fun fact, but Aubrey Plaza wrote a children's book called The Legend of the Christmas Witch. Um, What? And listener. Yes. Oh my gosh. Listener, I highly recommend that you just type into your Google machine, Aubrey Plaza Christmas Witch, like today show, 
and watch the magic unfold as Aubrey Plaza scares morning news anchors. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Um, so, oh my God. but it's a story about Cute. Santa Claus's misunderstood twin sister. And I'm definitely getting it for my nephews. Okay. Anyways, but we're going to have a fun Merry wow. Witchmas. Let's fucking do this. Merry um, Witchmas. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start with some history first, because I think. Yes. I, I'm really excited to dish out some some fast facts about Yule or Yule tidings. So yes, Caitlin went deep in the research hole about <laughs> this, and I'm excited to learn more. So tell us. So for those of you who don't know, you know, maybe you've heard of a Yule log and that's something that you eat. It's like a yummy chocolate rolled thing with like cream in the middle. Maybe you've had that. Maybe you haven't. But it's actually a festival that was started well before medieval times that originated in Scandinavia. And it was celebrated by ancient Norse peoples. So it was, yeah, you had Vikings celebrating Yule. It's pretty crazy. Uh, (laughs) But historically, it's a festival around the winter solstice, which is December 21st, I believe. And that's the shortest day of the year. So uh, that's when we have the least amount of sunlight. And then the day after the days start getting longer until the summer solstice, solstice when things start getting shorter. So essentially this is the, the day to celebrate the change to longer days and more sun. And honestly, big thing to celebrate. Can't big wait. thing Thrilled. to celebrate. <laughs> so, but what's really funny about this festival, this holiday is that it was believed to have been subsumed, taken over by Christians. This was originally a pagan festival that eventually turned into current day Christmas, which I think is fascinating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, the reason that I think it became that was because it was meant to symbolize like the 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 birth of christ you know the sun literally and that's i think that's kind of where that came from but i don't want to talk about that because that's a whole different theology podcast whole thing yeah i do think it's i mean i feel like it's definitely you know i feel like every culture is like the year is ending you know as soon as people figured out that like the earth goes around the sun they were like we gotta celebrate like a new thing happening and so i feel like it makes sense rebirth culture Every, you know, it's like we got Chinese New Year, all the things. I feel like it makes right. sense that every every yeah. culture is like, we got to like get psyched that there's going to be more sun and that there's like a new thing coming. So I feel like that's cool. And it, I feel like semi-universal yeah. across it all does kinds make of religions, sense. which is fun. <laughs> yeah, we all fight. Okay, next. Um, <laughs> so uh, what I want to tell you all about is the tradition of burning a yule log because i think this is actually a really cute and sweet tradition and Mm -hmm. it the idea is that it's supposed to bring luck and fortune uh it's prosperity protection from evil of course we already talked about the return of light and life but what's interesting about the yule log and while some people may still do this it's it's thought to be the original Christmas tree. So some people would actually bring the trunk of a Yule tree or 
you know, Christmas tree inside and stick the whole goddamn thing into the fireplace (laughs) and the log would burn (laughs) fire through the 12 days of Christmas. So that's, I think why. So they would get a big enough, like piece of wood that it would actually continuously burn for 12 days i'm so impressed isn't this wild i mean i feel like this is such like a witchy (laughs) tradition i love it what's even cooler about this is that they then took the ashes from their yule logs or their yule mega trees and they would put them into their gardens because it was said to of course like bring bring about life because ash is of course good for gardens and plants but the other thing that's really cute and this is the last thing i'll tell you is decorations so think about your christmas ornaments or tinsel Mm -hmm. or candy canes even on your christmas trees these are symbols of gifts to the gods to ward off evil spirits bring you luck and support health for the year ahead so essentially they're giving life to their their health and fortunes in the new year and they're sort of putting to bed the evil spirits or leaving those behind and burning them away. So I I think it's a really kind of nice idea. I think it's cute. I'm also extremely impressed. Like, I'm still can't get over that someone has, like, got one log to, like, keep burning. Burn such for a 12 log. days. I yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I went to Ohio State and I've seen some couches burn, like, fast. And that's a whole couch. So getting a log to burn that log oh. is like quite impressive because uh, <laughs> if we win or lose a couch has to die right so oh my god y'all go hard <laughs> Wait, yeah um no it's not just yeah i don't know we don't have it's ohio it's flat. i mean boston to burn a couch anytime yeah. the red Sox do anything something explodes so it's just yeah. i think sports oh. fanatics Sports fanatics, yeah. Sp- other fun fact, in Philadelphia, whenever the Eagles are playing, like, a really big game, the police officer, or some public servants have to uh, grease all the light poles to keep people from climbing them because they get, like, no. too psyched and they, like, climb the light poles. Yeah, so that's oh awesome. God. Don't uh, climb <laughs> light poles. <laughs> <laughs> or do it, but only if you're good um, and you have, like, sticky pants on. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Okay, wait. Okay, before – so – before we get into the episode, uh, Caitlin, I have a question for you. Have you ever yes. like built a like fire in a wood burning like fireplace before? Yes, actually. Or try to keep keep one going. How was that experience for you? I just um, you know, if you haven't done this, listener, it's hard. I thought it was pretty challenging. So um, yeah, I, in my experience, I find it to be incredibly challenging, especially because if it goes out, it like smokes you out. which is miserable. Like last Mm -hmm. year I went on a cross country ski trip and we stayed in a yurt and our only source of heat was the wood burning stove. And that literally kept me up at night because I was like, what if it goes out? What if, what if I like screw it up and I like, don't, (laughs) you know, I like smoke everybody out and then the fire alarm goes off and then carbon monoxide, you know, it's like a whole set of like panic from that. Have you ever had to do this? Yeah. I was like staying at my friend's cabin in Rumney and like I was injured. So I was staying back from a climbing day while everyone else went out which was fine because I was like me and this fire and the little bit of work I have to get do we're just gonna like absolutely vibe tonight and it's gonna be fun <laughs> but yeah man I had a hell of a time it was my first time like building a fire in a wood-burning stove and I had a hell of a time getting that thing going but once it was like going and it was ripping I was like yes I have done it and then I was like I see why people like this and I was like how much joy has it brought me to just like build a fire it's like really nice well it's like um, a very so quick, highly recommend like- it 
cause and effect success or not. Yeah. And I yeah. think and we need more of this. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's very, um, very soothing to do that. So I love this idea of a Yule log. Okay. So Caitlin, tell me what we're going to do first. So we're doing, we're doing, we're going to take you through this. Um, You're this building Yule a Yule tradition. log today. Yeah, so we're bringing it to, we're bringing it to like the now and we're doing Yule stuff and we're probably going to relate it to climate. You'll love it. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Did you write that? Were you like, I got to slip this in somewhere or did you? I just thought of it, but I'm sad that I hadn't thought of it sooner. No, um, that was beautiful. Bravo. So I'm proud of you. My horrible humor is rubbed off on you. Excellent. Um, it's okay. great. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, okay, I could start it. Yeah, let's. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Um, so one thing I wanted to do first, because I think this will give a good example to our listeners, I would love for us to talk about what we are putting on our Yule Logs this year. So if you weren't going to do it before, Lauren, you are now. <laughs> Thrilled. Let's go. So <laughs> I I want us to think about what do we want to give life to in the new year and what do we want to let go of from Okay. This past year. So maybe think about like it doesn't have to be like I'm going to put on my Barbie ornament on this tree because I want to give life to Barbie and then next year <laughs> like you know yeah, it can be Yeah, it's not that specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think when we talk about like a a Yule log or like really what we want what we want to sort of like breathe life into in terms of like our health or things that we hope to maybe see in the new year, it's like not necessarily a goal it's not like i want to send v10 like that's great but save that yeah i think this is like the good like step it's like what's like the really big picture like feeling that we want to have fuzzy feels Uh, yeah like what's like the like theme or what's like the you know broader broader view of what you want to get done and then from this like value or this thing that you're like i want to give life to like this feeling or this like concept then you can get like more specific but I think getting clear on this will help you as you set goals exactly. and intentions for the new year so, so love it okay Lauren let me put you on the spot because I, right. I will answer this too but what's something that going into the new year and thinking about this year that you would like to give life to like what's something that mm. you have hopes fuzzy feels for going into the new year Okay, so this is something I feel like I have recently rediscovered in the last few months, and it's made climbing so much more fun. And it's kind of this idea of I want to be like focused and engaged with like being a humble student Mm. of rock climbing, like having that like I'm here to learn and be curious and you know, like learn as much as I can and like respect how hard climbing is and like the fact that it's kind of like an art to learn how to do it well. Um, And not in like an annoying crusty way of saying climbing's (laughs) an art. It's not a sport because (laughs) the guy that said that at the crag, oh my God, bomb. But like, Uh, (laughs) like it Uh, is a sport, but also it is, you know, like learning the skill of climbing better is like, can be so engaging and fun if we just like cut the ego-based bullshit out of it and that's kind of what I want for myself be curious and yeah come into just Mm -hmm. 
the fun like it sounds like you you want to breathe life into that fun aspect while also sort of like letting go of the ego I mean literally Mm -hmm. and then also like maybe letting go of those expectations is that what you would say you also want to let go of or do you have another um we'll we'll get there but yeah like (laughs) I think I yeah so let me talk about this too like I think like if I could like wave a magic wand and like make it so that all the athletes or everyone that like engages with my programming like if I could I just I've been whipping out the magic wand a lot in December. Lauren's um, in uh, Hogwarts this year, so yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm just like everything's magic, everything's perfect, like yeah, everything's cute, everything's Christmas, everything's witches. Um, but like <laughs> you know, if I could wave a magic wand and make it so that like everyone like within this audience or that like engages with my programming or anything I like put out for free, like if I could just have them all have like PhD level curiosity and like mad Mm. scientist energy about getting better at climbing and not in like an obsessive annoying way, but in a, like I'm so fascinated and excited to learn more about how to do this better. Um, I think if like, we all just put more energy into that, like we would all learn a lot more, have more fun and also spend a lot less time being assholes to ourselves. <laughs> so, um I want to give you I want to give you all a few um tips about how to do that. So these are just like a list of questions that you can like ask yourself during a climbing session or as you're kind of like thinking about your year, but like let me just give you give you a few of these. So like questions you can ask in any climbing situation or broadly. So you can ask yourself like why didn't that work or which way did I fall and how can I counteract that fall? What is stopping me from doing like X? So maybe it's like, what is actually stopping me from being able to get my foot up onto that hold? And I encourage you to think of like productive things like, oh, maybe it's because I need to scoot my hips over this way, like position-based things versus being like, oh, well, the reason I can't get my foot up there is because I'm weak and I suck. It's like, no, you need to exhaust all position-related options before you're just like, oh, it's because of my finger strength or poor hip mobility. It's like, well... It's because I'm trash. Well, no. Yeah, well, you can't fix that right now, but you know what you can fix is like scooting your hips six inches to the left before you make that move or try to bring your foot up slower, and that's something that you can do like now (laughs) instead of being like oh it's just because I suck moving on um you know another question you you can ask yourself like what isn't working for me about this so maybe it's like a training program you start and you're like you know what's not working is the fact that I always try to do this in the morning when I like don't want to eat in the morning it's not working or like how can I make this more fun or more easy or more doable or like asking yourself kind of like aspirational questions like what would it be like if I was like better at this type of thing or what would it be like if I did this move this way instead of that way like I don't know but just like asking like being super curious and engaged in your climbing sessions and I like can't tell you how helpful that is going to be and how much more fun it's going to be when you're like engaged with that learning process instead of just like obsessed with the binary of like did I send it did I do the move did I not right so yeah that's what I want you to give life to Well, it sounds Um, like, like personally, you want to be more curious, but also for your athletes, you want them to be more curious too, just to like be able to go into climbing in maybe just like a more fun way. Like, I think it's really easy for Mm -hmm. us to train like elite athletes and there's nothing wrong with like wanting to get better at the sport, but like being curious, having fun, 
remembering why the hell you even do this. this. Like (laughs) those are big things. So I love that. I think that's, that's a really nice thing. What do you want to give life to in the new year, Caitlin? Or what do you, yeah. And is that the same thing that you would like the climbers that you work with to give? (laughs) So (laughs) I think what I want to give life to in the new year maybe has some overlap. I feel like this year has been like a very big personal growth year for me. I feel like the last few years while I've been building a business, I've also struggled with a lot of mental health issues and just like trying to figure out where I'm at in this life. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I think like part of me felt guilty for that or I don't know, like some shame, like there was a lot mixed up in there and I had a hard time separating myself from my business. And I think for me going into the new year, I really want to take I guess the way I'd phrase it for myself is take responsibility for my power, hold myself accountable for my power Mm -hmm. because like, I think, Ooh, this is going to get into like the (laughs) maybe deeper. So if you're listening and you're like, Jesus Christ, what is she saying? Um, But I, I think for me, like I really want to step into that part of me that feels like I can show up and like, be enough as I am and like Mm -hmm. be able to give life to that power not in like a pride way but like I can own things I can take responsibility I can feel things and like that's okay and I think yeah feeling like confident to take ownership in that power I think is where I would like to be in the new year and like continue with the growth I've had in this last year And I think in a way too, like what I want people who are listening to this or people I work with, what I want them to breathe life into this year is that idea and that notion that you are enough. You can show up as you are. You don't have to change. Like there's nothing inherently wrong with you if you feel like you're failing. Like there's no, like I'm going to quote our our good old boy Yoda like there is no trying there's only doing and it's okay if Mm. what you're doing doesn't feel like a hundred percent but that's just going to help you learn about yourself and develop that piece of self-awareness because like there's so much that we try to change every day and we're constantly trying to achieve 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 rather than just do and grow and be okay with where we're at so that's yeah. It's kind of a big one. So <laughs> I gonna, always like the yeah. analogy that it's like you can like the apartment you're renting and still be excited about like the next place you're going to live. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Like I think it's easy for us to be like, oh, well, if I just did this, it would be better. But that's not like what we're saying. It's like you can you can be OK with what's happening while also still enjoy the process, I guess, mm-hmm. is what I'm trying yeah. to say. So I love that. Maybe that gets a little bit away yes. from like climbing, That's but okay. I think like it's we talked year. We're supposed to be mushy. <laughs> end of the year mush. <laughs> um I am mashed yeah. potatoes today. But I think like we so this episode hasn't come out yet, but Lauren and I talked to Dr. Laura Pence about Mm. Um, like mental health and the whole person and I really feel like that resonated and I I needed to hear some of the things that she had to say because I think as 
people, as athletes, as business owners or, you know, partners. And I think it's really easy for us to forget about like those, those things like climbing. Yeah. It's, it's something we do. It's something we love, but I think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of intention for a lot of us behind it. And I think it really amplifies a lot of the things that many of us feel like perfectionism, um, like wanting to be better, high expectations of ourselves, wanting to like almost compare and then readjust or continue to achieve. And I think like sometimes we get stuck when we, we could just continue growing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like something that I think I've been realizing as a coach, like in terms of the things I've been engaging with and like if any coaches are listening to this listen (laughs) like there we know like I like you can read a million books about climbing training and I think obviously it's so important to have like the background knowledge and like understand how to coach lifts and like all these things but what I've discovered in the last like couple of years of coaching is that increasing my education around like how people work and how to actually get people to believe in themselves and commit to changing and commit to the actions because it's like you can write a great program all day but if there's like xyz mental block xyz behavioral change situation you need to work on like they're not gonna get to the gym and fully engage with that programming so I feel like what I've been learning a lot as a coach is like And we definitely talk about this with Dr. Laura Pence. So yeah, get psyched for that episode. But I feel like what I've been trying to learn a lot as a coach is like, how can I help people with the behavior change pieces and like the, you know, kind of like mental block type pieces. And that's why in all of my self-guided programs, I'm so like, perfectionism's canceled. No, really. I want you to complete (laughs) this program imperfectly. I want you to finish it and make it messy as fuck because I would rather you finish it and feel like you did the thing than... Right. Get halfway through, feel guilty and quit. Right. So I feel like that's definitely been like my mission as a coach. And so other coaches out there like highly recommend that like, yes, another certification and in insert weightlifting situation here is great. But I also think learning how to like actually work with people and get people to yeah. like do the thing and become the kind of person that like doesn't skip their training sessions is like a lot sometimes more important to learn as a coach depends on where you're at but I think that's like a big thing that I have been digging into so I mean yeah I'll give the example too like for nutrition professionals like when I first was dipping my toes in this world I did go get a health coaching certification and then I decided oh well I'm not I'm not in a position where I feel legit enough. So I went on for more education. I'm grateful I did that because I learned a lot more deeper things so I can help people. But I'm constantly referring back to stuff I learned in health coaching because they taught more focused on like, like interpersonal connection versus the mm. science. Like you can't, you can help someone. You need both. Yeah. You need, you really need both. <laughs> so I feel like it's, it's just like a, that piece where like, yeah, the science is super important. You want to make sure you're not, you know, you're, you're helping, not harming. There's a lot of ethical things tied up in that. And I think mm-hmm. that's where like the certifications help and that education and awareness brings light to that. But I also think that if you, if you can connect to someone and be able to help them as a human being, that's like a, that's a hard skill have. <laughs> yeah that's not some yeah that's something you kind of got to like practice and you could definitely mm-hmm. like yeah 
you can learn it. You can learn skills from like a book or a course, but that's something that just like kind of comes with practice as a coach too. So totally. Yeah. We're always practicing. Anyway. Yeah. It's anyway. Okay. Well, let's go ahead, take a quick break. And then Caitlin, the next piece of Yule Tiding, right? Is so you want to pick something, you want to pick things you want to give life to. And then the other thing is you want to like pick things that you want to like let go of. Exactly. Let's figure out. So after the break, we'll talk about what we're burning down. Um, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Let's go pyro time. <laughs> you know what movie scenes really spoke to me growing up? The makeover montages. Like Lizzie McGuire going on a shopping spree with her pop star icon twin. Or Caddy Heron's good girl gone bad transformation in Mean Girls. Or better yet, Anne Hathaway's iconic bangs in The Devil Wears Prada. I actually tried out those bangs in 8th grade. Turns out they don't look so hot when you have a massive cowlick in the middle of your forehead. Anyways, the fact is that I love a good makeover. I like seeing how a few simple tweaks can lead to a stunning before and after. And though I'm no Hollywood fashion guru, I've started a little makeover game of my own. With training plans, of course. Every week, I take an audience member's training plan and offer the adjustments needed to take it from all right to excellent. Inside of the weekly training plan makeover, I take you step-by-step through the how and why behind my recommendations that you can watch in a short, actionable video. The catch. This is only available to those on my email list. So if you want to get the weekly training plan makeover delivered straight to your inbox, or maybe even get a training plan makeover of your own, then make sure to get signed up for the weekly training plan makeover at the link in our show notes. Okay, Lauren. (laughs) Jinx. Jinx, you owe me an eggnog. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I just had like a drink the other day at a christmas cookie baking party that was called like a milk nog or something a milk Hmm, that's not milk i hope that's not the name (laughs) no and i was initially like kind of horrified but it was made from like condensed milk and like spices and god damn was that good it was like kombucha was it like trace leches oh wait it was kombucha it it was like a like red color that had like a kombucha vibe to it but it tasted like cloves and allspice and like was so good i i don't even know milk wine maybe Uh, i don't know anyway oh my god hold on i i know we need to get to the rest of yule tidings but i need to (laughs) here i'm gonna make sure that that's what it's called spiced wine mold wine no it's I'm milk pr- wine. Pretty sure How to it's make called wine from milk. Does milk wine exist? I'm pretty sure it's called milk wine. It's my like our the friends who made it said that they it's like a labor of love that they like make for weeks. And they even have like their spices and stuff okay. fermenting from last year. Oh, so it has like okay, port is... in it and everything. Oh my god. Okay, it was wow. So that's good if you had asked me if i would ever try this a week ago i'd be like no they really could have come up with a better name for that though i'm gonna be honest but hey milk wine for all that sounds like 
milk wine that's like the perfect pairing with the it's always sunny in philadelphia milk steak milk yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh boy okay well speaking of things that we're gonna let go of um (laughs) let go of milk. i don't think we should just use the word milk in drink names that aren't milk yeah what if we called it Uh, instead of ice cream we called it milk cream i don't know why that doesn't work for me no Mm, wrong ice milk Mm -mm. (laughs) ice milk yeah no and don't even no wrong um wild Mm, okay well anyways let's get back to to tidying some yule okay what so caitlin what do we got to do next so next we will go through what we are letting go of so we talked about what we want to give life to in the new year. And then now we want to make sure that we let go of some shit. So, okay. Lauren, what would you like to personally let go of this year? And what would you like your athletes to let go of this year? Um, I think personally, I want to let go of the belief that doing, and this is like, do this I'm keeping this relatively climbing related but like I want to let go of the belief that doing a bunch of sports is like bad for me as a climber Hmm. or that it automatically means that my like climbing is going to suffer um like I don't think because it's like at the end of the day there's other sports I want to do and other things I want to do with my time and so like that's not gonna change and I definitely am like approaching trying to do all the things I want to do and like trying to be as smart about it as I can. But I think in the past I've had this like background, like guilt or background assumption that it's going to like bite me in the ass or that it's like not going to work out or that yeah. my climbing's going to like suffer or something mm-hmm. or like that, like, you know, that it's like all going to suck or that I'm going to like regret trying to do so many things but I'm like why like I think it's gonna be fun and I think it's gonna make me not get burnt out and I think it'll be a cool experiment to try to do this and I think it'll be useful so I think I'm just trying to let go of like the assumption that it will be bad for me to try to do this like it's like I want to it's like so weird it's like um wait hold on I'm just picking a bunch of things and setting a bunch of goals and like creating an interesting challenge for myself and I feel like that's cool period end no that's cool but you're an idiot or like that's cool (laughs) but this won't work out or like you know do what you want like yeah yeah yeah. I also think like listen athletes I get to like design my own like I get you know I I work a lot I do but I also get to like design my schedule and like this is kind of my job to like fuck around and experiment with these things so like I have the time to kind of like do this quote unquote like do this more optimally um and so I'm not trying to say that like all of you should try to do all the things at one time I think it takes like a lot of careful planning honestly um and like support to do it well but I think like I am equipped to be able to do that and I don't think I need to like assume that it's gonna like suck or be stupid but like it's like it's almost like I viewed trying to do all the things as like a guilty pleasure but in actuality I'm like no this is just fun and it's like so fun this that I get to do this and we don't need to like <laughs> this is just like cool that I get to like have a life where I get to like try to do all this yeah. stuff and you know see what happens and then also use that to my advantage as I coach other athletes that want to have like multiple goals in multiple sports going so I feel like it's fun and I just don't need to like 
make any extra drama about it and I just get to like rise to the challenge and like experiment and see what happens so I well, feel like that's definitely personally yeah, what I'm letting go of I feel like in I mean tell me if I'm wrong but if in fitness culture I think the idea is that if you are doing too much that's not interrelated like it will impact the other so it like it does put this sense of guilt on you if you're not yeah. going all in and I think climbing is even maybe oh yeah worse. like oh you're not like <laughs> you're not climbing oh, all for year sure. <laughs> you're not like oh you like stop climbing at, like you know you're like oh you aren't like you're gonna like go ski on the weekends you're like gonna go to the desert right. and like keep being able to climb all year it's like so funny I think there I also think there's a big difference in like you know not there's like I'm acknowledging like the reality and trying to plan well and there's a big difference between that and being like I don't see why I can't run my first marathon and also <laughs> yeah. like climb my hardest rock climb ever in the same two weeks span like there's a big right. difference or yeah. I don't see why I would need to like pay attention to my nutrition if I'm trying to do like it's like I'm very grounded in the realities of like the challenges that I'm gonna face right when I'm like trying to do all these things also like for anyone wondering so next year I'm like skiing I'm gonna try to send my first 513 fucking finally and I am also going to run my first like trail half marathon I run a half marathon before I was actually like pretty fast um but that was a very long time ago and I just like want to see if I can do this um and then like still have a fun bouldering season like it's it's definitely wild um but I also like get to acknowledge the fact that I've been training my ass off for years like in a multi-sport yeah. kind of way and now I get to kind of like try to do this like I've kind of like you know, I'm not just like getting into climbing training and trying to layer like 14 things on top of it. I've done right. like in a systematic way over the years, I've kind of like earned my work capacity to be able to like do this amount of shit yeah. and also work nutrition and like all these things to be able to be like, okay, like it's time I've built the base. It's time to like step up to these challenges and like see if I can do it and whatever. So do I think you... it's going to be like really fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think that in the past your reservations with doing something like this where you have like a lot of things you're training for working on mm -hmm. continuing to build skills and adaptations for do you think that what held you back from maybe like owning that was because you did feel not so great doing it or is it because you felt held back with the idea that you couldn't do that because you couldn't go all in on something yeah, like, I definitely think I just had this, like, weird scarcity mindset about sports, like, especially age-related. Like, I remember mm. I used to make jokes. It's like, oh, well, I better, like, make sure I try to do all these sports or, like, try to do this many days on when I'm in my 20s because, like, once I'm XYZ age, then I just, like, won't be able to do this anymore. So I feel like I just had a lot of, like, I don't know. I definitely feel like I didn't have an abundance mindset towards what I was like capable of sports wise. And I think that just like, I almost felt guilty for like thinking that I could like do all this stuff and do it well. It's almost like what you said about like claiming your own power. It's like, no, honestly, like I have the work ethic. I have the psych. I have the knowledge. I have the like self-awareness that, you know, xyz could be impacted by this but like i you can know it's possible it. yeah like yeah you know yeah your body better than anyone else mm -hmm. if someone's concerned mm -hmm. about you fine but like at the end of the day you're the only one who can make that decision for you and i think yeah that's awesome 
I also think this is the first year like of my life that I don't have some like insane life transition happening. Yeah, you're it's like not you know what I'm gonna do on the road is, anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm gonna live in the same place. I am banning all house renovations. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do anything. I just like, no, <laughs> like we need to deal with the gaping fireplace hole situation. But after that, <laughs> nothing, um, you know, and I think it's like the first year of my life where I can be like, oh, I can like spend more energy on this. So I think like that plays into it too. But yeah, I think, and I also am acknowledge. I feel like I'm also like acknowledging the risks, but yeah, I think it was just like, I didn't dare to dream that big or I felt like stupid. I also think a lot of climbing advice, and I know I say this too wisely because I do see a lot of athletes being like, Oh my God, I'm not moving the needle forward. And then I like look at what they're doing and I'm like, well, my dude, you don't take rest (laughs) days. You feel like you have to do something every single day and your climbing sessions like lack focus to an extreme extent. And it's like, yeah, so you need to like tighten this shit up if you want to, be able to do the thing and so I think I just like extrapolated that to like assuming that what I was doing was like automatically idiotic but I think there's there's a big difference between being organized about it and just being like well I'm just gonna do everything all the time and then be mad that like I can't be perfect at everything all the time like I know that that's not gonna work um and I'm planning smarter than that but yeah I think I just like took what I heard to the extreme and just like mm-hmm. assumed that I was being stupid, um, which I don't think is true for me personally. So yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think it's good. I just took the automatic beat myself up route, honestly, as I think what happened. And now I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to do mm-hmm. rad shit. And you're going to be like, how'd she do all that in a year? And I'll be like, cause I rule. You're That's like, how. pay me and I'll um, tell you. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and also I'm going to be like, I did it all. So when you come to me with your, I also think like, programming for multiple goals at once like is more interesting and so I do want to attract clients that like want to do wild shit that are like ready to rise to the challenge because I think it's fun so um totally yeah. yeah yeah I think it's good that you I mean you also have experimented with this too and like listener Lauren is the hardest working athlete I have ever met. Like, I don't know anyone else who trains as hard as you do. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, if anyone, like, ever questions where where you're at, you're at the gym. That's where you are. (laughs) That's not true. But I am, as of late, I've been at the gym a lot. Well, you just, you have, like, big goals. And, like, but I think your expectations for yourself are really rooted in what's realistic and safe and healthy for you because you've put in the work and the time and effort to discover what that looks like. To get to where this is reasonable. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be wild. Caitlin, but so that's what I'm personally trying to uh, let go of is like a scarcity mindset about what I can achieve across multiple sports. But Caitlin, what about you? What are you personally letting go of? I think in the new year. Yeah. In the new year, I think there's some overlap with what you said. I think for me this year, like I said, lots of growth, lots of things I've been figuring out about myself, lots of healing. And I think this year was a big test of like what it means to be a climber to me and like not not how I look Mm. like I've made peace with that a while ago (laughs) but like (laughs) what I what it 
means to feel like a climber and to say that I'm a climber because something that I think I struggled with is like if you're not training for climbing every day, if you're not training for climbing exclusively, if you're not always climb, climb, climb all the time, climb time every day of the week. Like I think that felt like, oh, well, I'm not a climber or like I'm I'm talking to climbers every day in my business but like am I a fraud because I'm choosing to focus on something else right now because climbing's like not really getting me psyched and I think I really struggled with that this year and like I would try and post like oh you know if I if I didn't want to or I didn't want to post something where I like didn't send it wasn't people were like it doesn't matter if you send no shit obviously that's not the point you're missing the point my point in saying like it's hard to post stuff about climbing in a climbing space because everyone is so judgmental and there's a lot of thoughts that go around what it means to be a climber. So what I, this is long way of saying this in the new year, what I want to let go of is my notion or no, let me rephrase. I want to let go of what the entire, like my perceived, idea of what the climbing community says when they say someone is a climber I want to have my own definition so I want to let go of Mm -hmm. everyone else's definition yeah I also am just yeah I think like someone commented just to kind of like go off of this someone commented on my Instagram post that I made like a few days ago at the time this is being recorded where I was just like I wish more climbers would learn how to like make a mistake on the wall and like keep going instead of quitting or like basically learn Mm -hmm. how to like keep like powering through or like keep trying hard even though you like know you fucked up and like I wish more climbers would like learn how to refocus and like someone commented like well like and I don't think they meant it as like a bad thing and like we had like a good discussion of it in the comments so this is not me saying but you know they were kind of like oh well like that's what like all the like truly die hard climbers do or like that's how the Spaniards climb and I was just like I think and I was like ah I think like some of these things are like kind of like rooted in fixed mindset where it's like if you are super passionate, you'll just automatically have this skill and people kind of don't. And I just, I'm like, I think we need to view, there are a lot of things people don't view as a skill that you learn that are totally skills. I'm like, I've coached a million people that are like so passionate about climbing. Their asses are out at the crag. They're driving an annoying amount of time, like four or five hours each way to be able to go climb outside on the weekends during the fall. Cause that's their only season. And I'm like, that is so inconvenient. Like that, those people are so passionate about climbing, but guess what? They don't always get to be in the arena and they don't always get to like practice this skill of like fucking up an outdoor on-site attempt and continuing right. to go on real rock. And it's not because they aren't like passionate about rock climbing. They're so passionate about rock climbing. They got up at like 6am to start packing their tent. Right. Like, you know, so I just think like a lot of people will say things or kind of have this like fixed mindset view about certain skills in rock climbing that are like, you know, like it would be fixed mindset to say like, if you're super die hard about climbing, then you'll automatically always try hard and like cult have this, you'll automatically have this skill that you don't quit on the wall, even if you messed up. And it's like, that's not, how that works at all <laughs> like and I just think we yeah if you're passionate enough you'll, you'll accomplish just... your dreams and it's like well you have I mean I've I've worked with people who are very good climbers and they are like 
jaded. They like don't even, they're kind of like, mm, I just do it at this point because I'm good at it. And it's like, well, that's yeah. also and hard to people hear. that just started climbing two months ago that are like, I wish my little tendons in my skin could climb eight hours a day and that I could quit my job right now because this is so fun. And they yeah. haven't been climbing for that long. So I just think it's like bizarre the way, you know, like I would just watch out. Definitely watch out for fixed mindset language in the new year because a lot of things are skills and you probably aren't thinking of them as skills that you need to learn. Um, but they are. So yeah, everything's skills I think <laughs> that you can cultivate. Totally. <laughs> so I think for me, like letting go of like this, I don't know, identity. It's like you're always the climber. Like <laughs> people on the outside are like, that's the climber and like in climbing it's a totally different world where like being at a certain level doing certain things accomplishing things like I don't know like ownership that gets into a whole different discussion of ownership of like climbs Mm -hmm. and FAs and crags and like that becomes a big problem too and I think when those are things that I hear a lot, especially here in New Mexico, I think obviously this is happening everywhere, but I think for me, it makes me feel so disconnected from like who I am as a climber. I know I've said this Mm -hmm. before, but like I, I am so much more than I am in climbing. And I'm, I'm proud of that because this is one thing I do. It's not my entire life or personality and I think it's really easy though to see the others other people around me who maybe it is more of their life and I think I feel guilt when I compare and I'm like oh well like I'm not doing I'm like not trying that hard I'm taking months off at a time like I think it feels almost like a personal like failure almost even though it's not so I want to let go of that. Another thing, Caitlin, that I think is interesting is like in our two businesses and this might like maybe. So I feel like I work with people in all phases of Stoke on climbing. It's like sometimes I'll be working with someone on a training plan and then like something awful will happen in their personal life and climbing like has to take a back seat um, and it becomes like different. And I feel like I see people go through like different levels of motivation and excitement and engagement with climbing all the time. And I'm like, we're all rock climbers. It's just like, we're all in different places. Totally. And I wonder if you don't see that as much because usually par- probably people well, also nutrition's always, and I feel like you're more like focused on maybe, you know, obviously you're talking to them about their activity, but like, I'm really like in there with like, how much are we climbing? What's going on? What are we doing? Like, you know, how much time do you have to like go train? And so we're, re- I'm really like yeah. front and center of like how much they're actually climbing and like what's happening. And so sense. like, I see these waves so often that I'm like, Oh yeah, you're not like the amount of times people are like, Lauren, I just feel like I need like a break from all of climbing. And I just like, I want to be psyched, but I'm just like, not right now. And I need to go do something else. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to being super fucking normal. <laughs> like, you yeah. Like- yeah, and they're see, like, or I just need to like not train for a few months and like go have fun and like do some other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you should like athletes that I'm always mm-hmm. like, you should like you should take take a break and go do some other shit. Like I make people take breaks, so, not breaks, but it's just like breaks from the intensity of the training grind. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think it's like so fucking normal to need to ebb and flow with climbing. So I feel like I definitely have lost that where it's like, oh, yeah, like, oh, you're going through a period where climbing doesn't seem like the most interesting thing to you that's fine that's fucking normal like I think right. putting pressure on yourself to like be psyched all the time is absurd that's never gonna happen like that doesn't work life yeah. is gonna life and you need to like let 
you know, let your motivation for certain things, whether it's climbing or whatever else, like ebb and flow and like know that that's really normal and like not beat yourself up about it because getting burned out sucks. (laughs) I think (laughs) in the nature of my business, like climbing is really not a main focus that we discuss. So yeah, so you probably don't like see that as much. No. So like my like I work with climbers and yeah, some of them we talk about climbing and like nutrition to support performance and feeling good whatever but I I think those pieces like when someone comes to me it's usually because they like are want to feel better like they're they're psyched or like it's really not a question of like are they psyched or not it's just like I really need help with these things like they're holding me back I just want to feel good again and like I feel like for me that's yeah, maybe maybe I am seeing that more. So I'm like, oh well, I don't feel that. I'm like, you're like everyone's psyched all the time, and I'm not. And it's like, no, they're not. They're yeah, not. that's not true. Yeah, um, I think I just yeah. like I. This was the first year that I officially let myself take time off from climbing for like months in the summer, and coming back into it, I had fun again, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like I never thought yeah, I would what? have so much fun again, and now I'm like, oh it's because I took time off and like did other things that I really enjoy doing and Mm -hmm. gave myself a break from the space. And I think that was a big learning process for me this year. So that's, yeah, that's where I'm at. I think, I think I'm, I'm learning to let go in a way that's not apathetic. Like I still care. Yeah. But I'm letting go of like that weird identity. Yeah. Not in like a teen angst sort of like, I don't even care. (laughs) I don't even care. I don't yeah. even, he no one understands me and I don't even care. Um, okay. Caitlin, question for you. What do you want your, so we, so we can put a nice little uh, Christmas bow on this thing. What do you want your athletes to let go of in the new year? So I guess it, it looks a little different for my athletes, but I, I want my athletes to let go of the idea that you're doing something wrong if it doesn't feel right. So Mm. some examples that I can give you there is like, if you feel like you're not, let's say you have some goals of, okay, I want to eat consistently. I want to have three meals a day. I want my macros to look like this. And I want to have some veggies in there. Like say those are kind of your intentions for your nutrition. And maybe a few weeks go by and like, you don't have consistent days with all of those things. And so you're like, oh, I'm totally failing. Like it doesn't look the way I had envisioned. Um, Mm. That's part of it. Like I think, remember, like just because a day doesn't look quote perfect doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that you're doing it wrong. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means that like, you know, you're, you're kind of working towards finding what works for you. But what I, what I'm intending to say is that if something feels like you're you're failing because it but it also doesn't feel right, maybe it's just not right. Like maybe you haven't found the yeah. right balance of goals or things to work on mm-hmm. at the same time. Maybe yeah. you're doing too much. There's a lot there. Yeah, I love that. I think that that is helpful. Yeah. And also reflective. Yes. That's Good. That's kind of it. Yes. But Lauren, what about you? What do you want your athletes to let go of this year? Okay. I really want my athletes to let go of the misery that comes from comparison. 
So, and I feel like this usually shows up in two ways. One is like thinking that their journey in improving their climbing, like should look like someone else's. Mm. Um, Two, I think the comparison of expectations of where they think they should be right now versus like where they are right now. I think like those things make you like more miserable than necessary. And I don't know if that stuff is like necessarily like helpful. I just think like those things are kind of Mm -hmm. training draining. So here's my couple of like tips on this for anyone listening. We definitely talk about this um, in our Dr. Laura Pence interview that's coming out in the new year too. So stay tuned for that. Um, But I think like a few thoughts on this one, like acknowledge that certain things are annoying and that like life is unfair, right? It's like, yeah, that is really annoying. It's like you started training at the exact same time as your friend and somehow your friend has skyrocketed 18,000 grades and you're like, I haven't something's wrong with me it's probably because I suck or then insert you know insert comparison spiral here that's really not like helping you like I don't know have it taking that injury and putting your eyes on your own paper is going to be a lot better um also I think you should recognize you're never going to have all of the information necessary to like draw useful comparisons between you and whatever you know journey you're comparing yourself to right like you're never going to have enough information to like make it make sense like you're going to want to try to make it make sense but like it's not going to happen like you can't um so I think like additionally I want you to become self-aware so when you do find yourselves in these like negative negative thought patterns like find something find some way else to like get yourself out of that like come up with a way to redirect your thoughts like maybe it's like you reminding yourself of all the things that you're good at or you reminding yourself that your friends literally do not care and your friends that don't rock climb do not give a shit and that you have so much more value as a human being than like how hard you climb. I would also say like limit your exposure to anything that triggers these thoughts, right? Like unfollow, clean out people you follow on Instagram that are causing these thoughts, like delete stuff, unsubscribe, like you don't need it. It's not helping. Um, And then I also think it's important to just like practice gratitude for like anything right like just be like okay well this sucks but you know what I never have to guess where my next meal is gonna be from or like insert thing here right but like there's plenty to be grateful for even if like your climbing journey isn't going exactly how you want it to so I think like coming up with ways to like redirect your thoughts like accept your feelings but like coming up with ways to redirect your thoughts is very important um so and will help you have a more productive you know, relationship with climbing. And like, we can't spend our whole climbing session in a negative thought spiral. I mean, like we can, but is that really like a good use of our time? Like, no. So figuring out a way to redirect that is major. Um, yeah, but those are my, those are my big things. Um, Caitlin, should I, should I, uh, should we sum this up? Give it a nice little summary at the end of what we want our athletes to give life to and let go of. So I'll do mine. So what I want you to give life to is being a student of rock climbing and being like super curious and engaged with the process of learning to get better at climbing. And what I want you to let go of is being miserable because you're comparing your journey to what you think it should be. Let go of that shit. Caitlin, (laughs) what about you? To recap for me, I want my athletes to give life to the idea that they are enough as they are. They can show up as they are and that is okay. And growth is part of the process, but you don't have to change to belong. And then I want 
you to let go of the idea that you're doing something wrong if something doesn't feel quite right. So there you have it. Love it. Amazing. Okay. Well, to close this thing out, Caitlin, are there any announcements that you want to make heading into the new year? of our lady 2024 okay (laughs) tell us (laughs) so my 2024 winter cohort is filling up very fast as of right now i actually think it's full but okay um, and that's full so that'd be full through the end of march because it's like three months right yep exactly so i i'm waiting to hear back from someone um but i'm i'm pretty certain that we we're almost full so okay the thing is apply if it is (laughs) if you know that it is important for you to start now i always say this with nutrition because i think when you are ready you are ready and i don't want you to halt your journey Um, and the process of change because like you show up when you're ready for something like this. So if that sounds like you and you're like, you know, I do, I I think this is something that I want to start to work on in the new year, just apply link in the bio. Yeah. And we can touch base on when it would be a good time for you to start. That's it. Yeah. The other thing too about Caitlin. Okay. The thing is like with training, like it's a little different, but with nutrition, it's like every day you're going to eat something, right? Right. So Caitlin isn't going to like, you know, Caitlin isn't going to like start with you and be like, great. Actually what you've been doing, I need you to add like eight hours a week where you're grocery shopping and making like homemade rice cakes and like, let me ruin your life with the nutrition request I'm going to make of you. Caitlin's never going to do that. So it's like, yeah, you're probably going to like meet with her and there's going to be some time and you're going to like have some stuff to do, but it's not going to be this like colossal, like Caitlin, correct me if I'm wrong, but your goal is never to make some like massive colossal life altering shift, like right out the gate. Like you're going to like step people into things. So it's like, you can literally start with Caitlin, like, you know, it's very gentle because you are already eating and you will continue eating but like starting sooner rather than later is gonna be good um exactly food for thought um (laughs) let's see on my end I would like to retweet that uh one-on-one coaching for me is full through the end of March but I will be starting to like take um take deposits and like start letting people fill up spots again in February and those spots will first go to the people that are on my wait list so I know I've had some of you reach out to me especially um, previous athletes being like I want to work with you again in the spring amazing just make sure to get yourself on the wait list so that you get access um, to the spots when I reopen registration again probably in like February ish Um, but yeah I am full through through March so I think like through the end of March so um, but in other news and other good spray news, I'm very excited because a, the coolest free resource I have ever made is coming out in January. I'm so excited. It's fucking epic. It's kind of one of those things where you're going to be like, I can't believe this is free. I also can't believe I'm making this free, but like, it's going to be so good. Um, and so helpful and I'll say more come in the new year, but I also want to remind you that the, crush it intro program is coming um and this is honestly i know many of you are like you like 
look up climbing podcast and you're like average climber podcast i'm relatively new to climbing this sounds perfect for me i don't need crazy advanced climbing podcast i need like normal ass <laughs> person climbing podcast so if that's you if you're like i recently caught the climbing bug or like i've been climbing for about a year and i think i could do like things a little bit better the crush it info program is exactly what you want you are going to love it it's going to be fun and doable and like ease you into strength training ease you into working on improving your movement skills it's honestly going to be like like when I say I'm breathing life and I want you to become a better student of climbing part of that is this program that I'm creating and like you're going to become such a happy little student of climbing in it and have so much fun um also has to do with the free resource I'm making so gonna be very dope I'm amped um but yeah so moral of the story stay tuned on free things and the crush it intro program that will be coming out in January. And if you want to work with me on a custom plan, make sure to get on that wait list. And like Caitlin said, get on her application um, for working with her one-on-one as well. I'm going to do that sooner rather than later, but I think that's it. Um, yeah. It's 2024 is going to be sick. I like, I'm so excited. I feel like 2023 went was bumpy, but things were have ended up good and now it's just going to get even better and I feel like I'm going into the new year with good momentum um I hope you feel like that too Caitlin yeah Yeah, I I do I do I feel like you know the new year is kind of weird to reset and be like boom January 1st reset it's like uh... yeah no I feel like I'm starting it I'm starting the like the like reflecting and the like planning now so that things can be like fun and happening and all that in January so it's gonna be a good time okay well Perfect. I hope you yule some tides. I hope you burn some logs. I hope you scatter some ashes of some bullshit around your lawn <laughs> and make some nice flowers grow with it instead. So yeah. let's wrap it up, Caitlin, with a nice big red bow. Okay. Until next time, everyone. Keep, Keep it, it average. <laughs>「Lauren here, we hope you feel ready to have some Yule tidings of your own. Now we'll close us out with some exciting announcements and our production credits. Interested in giving life to some training in the new year? I've got you covered. You can check out my training programs at www.goodsprayclimbing.com. If you're ready to have a better hold on your nutrition needs, Caitlin has your back. Whether you're looking for some helpful resources to take your nutrition to the next level, or you want more support for your health and performance, Caitlin has something that's right for you. You can learn more about Caitlin's programs at www.caitlinholmes.com. The Average Climber podcast is hosted by me, Lauren, and my co-host, Caitlin. You can find us on Instagram at The Average Climber Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at Coaching. Caitlin on her Instagram over at Dirtbag Nutritionist. Editing for this episode was done by me, Lauren Abernathy. The music for this episode was created by Devin Dabney. The Average Climber podcast is part of the Plugtone Audio Collective. Head on over to PlugtoneAudio.com to learn more about the other great shows on the network.